Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light your dickhead. In our gym jams, this is the Luke and Pete Show. My name is Pete. And my name is Luke. Good. Are you gym jammed up? I've not had a shower yet. That's how disgusting I am. Pete, it's 7pm. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Tell a lie. I have had a shower. Or have I? Have I had a shower, Luke? Please tell me. Tweet in at Luke and Pete show whether Pete's had a shower or not. I'm not in my gym jams. I'll tell you what I am dressed in, though. I've got right. a lovely pair of moccasins from L.L. Bean. Yes, I know the main guy at L.L. Bean is a big Trump man, but I bought these before I knew that, and I'm not chucking them away. I've got a pair of <laughs> Nike tennis socks on. I've got a pair of tracky bottoms on. I've got a nice, soft, grey cotton T-shirt on and a big, chunky cardigan. Nice. I mean, when you you know your obsession with like tennis socks, laddie, that's tennis socks. Yeah, no, Nike, Nike, always Nike. Oh, yeah, Nike, always Nike. Always reminds me of uh, bad pornography where they have tennis socks and big chunky um, trainers on. Take them off, lads. Yeah, take them off. You are in the middle of sexual congress. Yeah, it's not it's not right. I mean, I'll come on to the tennis socks in a minute, but just quickly on the bad pornography, Mm. which is um, right, yeah, more of a specialist subject. Um, Mm. I. I also find that in bad pornography, it seems that the women always keep their massive, chunky platform high heels on. I don't really know why that yeah. is. I mean, your job your job is hard enough as it is. Why are you making it even <laughs> harder for yourself? 
No one's looking at your shoes. Uh, well, that's the thing, though. People are, and that's the problem. Unless it's a specific piece of pornography re- respective to shoes. Well, people seem to like um, footwear on ladies, but I don't think uh, there are many women around who really want to hear see uh, a pair of Nike Air Max in the frame. I don't no. think there are many uh, foot fetishists, uh, compared to how many foot fetishists there are uh, on of the male persuasion. I imagine the foot fetishism uh, is very much uh, lessened in the female world, and certainly female interest pornography. That word is very much the enemy of broadcasters everywhere, isn't it? Fetishism. Fetishistic. (laughs) On on the Nike tennis socks thing. So I buy a, I think it's a 12-pack of Nike tennis socks every year. Mm. I'm actually due to buy another pack maybe in a month or two. But what happened... um, Yeah, what happened last year is they very slightly changed the design. And I am someone who, um, I'm not going to say famously, but people who know me know I've got very high arches to my feet. Uh, and the new Nike tennis sock design has affected it to such an extent that I've actually ended up wearing the older socks more than the newer ones. So I'm hoping the design isn't the same for this year's purchase. Aside from that particular slight design change, they are very much the Ferrari of house socks. What? How have they changed? How could they possibly have changed the effect on your arch? Presumably the arch just kind of, you know, the, the arch exists completely apart from the sock. Okay. I didn't want to go into deep water, but you're, you're taking me into deep water here, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly how. Right. Along the – so if you, if, you, if you think of the sock, holding the sock up by the top of the sock, so it's kind of arched where you've got the bit where you put your foot in and the bit where your leg goes. Yeah. On the bit where you put your mm-hmm. foot in, over the top of the sock where your arch of your foot is – there is yeah. a slightly different design um, to what you'd expect the sock. And, it's, and it used to be a V-shape um, tightening of the sock to give it better, snugger fit. But it was a V-shape. And the V-shape meant that it was much less severe than it would have been right. had it had just been a straight horizontal the tightening. The new design right. have a horizontal straight tightening. I'll share a picture of the comparison uh, on the Twitter so people can see it. And to me, while people who have smaller feet with small, lower arches will no doubt find that more snug and more comfortable, for me, it is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> All right? Is this the worst conversation we've ever had? No, because I think we that's an irrelevant question because we, we change that, 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 that record gets broken every week. What's your attitude <laughs> towards socks? The thing is, Pete, you're all over the place with socks. You wear really thin ones with mad designs and they never match. Uh, no, I try my best not to wear silly socks, but my mum and dad insist on buying me them every year. I got some dad's army socks saying, like, you're an idiot. What's the big catchphrase that you're an idiot, Pike, or something? Oh, don't tell them your name, Pike. Yeah, something like that. It says that. I was wearing those yesterday and I thought, what the flip? But on my feet at the moment, I'm wearing some um, slippers, really flabby, misshapen slippers, but they're in the design of a shoe. Um, so to casual observers, they're a pair of shoes, but they're not actually. They're very soft slippers. Um, so I may get away with going for a stroll in them. There's a few golden rules around when you're bumming around the house in a subject that feels particularly pertinent at the moment. That is, never put the big light on, right? Never wear shoes in the house. And don't wear jeans right. around the house, you maniacs. No. who is there anybody listening to the Luke and Pete show right now who is wearing, like, tight jeans? Unne- unbearable, unbearable. What do you think, Pete? What do you think? Um, 
if you while we're on that subject, if you if say you had to do a porn scene, and but the, right. the director said, look, you know, you, I mean, for some reason you're doing this porn scene, you're a porn actor or whatever, and yeah. but the, the 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 director said you have to wear socks, you have to wear them, <laughs> but you can choose your own socks. What socks would you say would be the most appropriate for for the scene? Oh right, okay. Um, would you go jokey? Um, would you wear like a pair of like Cookie Monster socks or something? Yeah, like really, or maybe like um, um, scout socks with um, the little tassels, like grey <laughs> knee-length socks with those little tassels, garters, those little garters. I I'd probably nice. go for that, to be honest. Nice, yeah. that's a nice save. That would what, look brilliant. What would, is there, If anybody was in the, the Cub Scouts or the Scouts, or I think the Beavers probably had it as well, knee-length grey socks, yeah, knee-length grey socks with little garters with two green little flags coming out the side what was that about it's almost like the uniform was specifically designed by a man who found <laughs> young boys erotic <laughs> isn't it hey isn't it? that's what that's where i was molested have you heard <laughs> about luke um the um uh, true story um uh have you heard about the um cowboy cowboy museum you might even have sent me this I sent. You, have I heard about it? I sent you it this morning, Donny. I'm the All king right, of fine, content. Okay, fine. Do you do you want me to uh, get get involved? Yeah, you you should. But I, just so you know, before you do, I'm scared to send you content because um, I'm terrified you're going to have already seen it and then instantly reply mm. calling me a basic bitch. Yeah. Well, the the problem with that is at the moment my WhatsApps are just filled with people just sending stuff, chatting, which is good. Because no one's got anything to do, but you can really tell that no one's got anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's all very very chatty. Are you still on some dad's app groups? I'm not any. I'm not in any direct dad's app groups, but there are. Uh, I'm in a group in Hartlepool where um, a lot of the chat is uh, basically forwarded um, badly compressed JPEGs of yeah. um, advice about some somebody's brother who's in the army somebody's sister who's a nurse uh this is this is how to defeat covid19 uh kind yeah. of bollocks and um give the normal people listening uh don't include you or i in that um a quick um pricey of what you mean by a dad's app group because it's you um, as far as i know you coined the phrase right yeah dad's app it's basically if you get sent a meme usually uh including diane abbott uh in a <laughs> In a thinly veiled uh, racist uh, attack on her, um, if you get one of those, and and, and the J- JPEG compression is so bad because it's been copied and screenshotted and copied and screenshotted and sent and sent and sent and sent and sent, and, sent and, sent and dads can't really work phones properly. So instead of like um, understanding how to forward, they screen grab it, it goes to their gallery, and then they send it on. So you've usually got. You know, it's like compressing an MP3 loads and loads of times. You're gonna lose quality. So mm. if you've got like, if you um, witness, um, it'll be like um, Chinese people eating bats. It'll, at this moment, it'll be uh, like uh, it's mainly Diane Abbott, to be honest. Yeah. Um, if you get like something like that um, sent to your to, sent to your um, WhatsApp group, that's where it will have come from. Or builders. Um, doing jokes on each other, just just yeah. crap internet videos. Uh, women were big old busters um, in the, in the in the supermarket. Um, sort of going, oh, look at this! Uh, look at this picture of a woman. Um, look, sorry, look at this picture of like um, look at all the bread and and, and and stuff and bread and toilet roll that's available in this supermarket. And in the foreground is one with big boobs. Always really prominent <laughs> nipples as well. Dad's really into nipples, I think. So it's yeah, it's just basically bad memes. 
from 10 years ago that you saw <laughs> on a Usenet group uh, can now be found with terrible compression uh, on your WhatsApps. And it's usually sent by your dad uh, because yeah. they have no quality control. Do you have to be a dad to um, be a member? No, no. Um, you can be a member of um, uh, any any group, really. Do you know what I think they talk about? So there must be some stuff they talk about on those dads app groups that they don't share. Uh, and I, I think right. though, the, the, the list of those things will probably be um, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, um, <laughs> the Dire Straits album Brothers in Arms, uh, um, probably the, 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 yeah, a lot to do with airplanes Airplane and play engines. Also um, tanks. Yeah, tanks and the, the quality of the latest barrel of real ale in the local pub. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think dads dads don't chat. They don't. They don't talk like that. They just send memes. Just meme after meme after meme. I, I get a drop every every uh, morning at about one o'clock, two o'clock. When my dad wakes up, he will send um, some more shit he's been sent by someone. Your dad's still nocturnal, like in, even under COVID. He's still nocturnal. He's still nocturnal. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's got. Safer, he's, well, my mum, ma- my mum's a bit. Of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mum's a bit. Uh, my mum's a bit. Uh, a, a bit dramatic sometimes. She's like, oh, you've been. Uh, um, oh, your dad's. Oh, your dad's lost his job then. Oh, he's, he's joined the uh, members of the unemployed. Unemployed. Um, and then I finally got out of there. They're, they're just doing that. What is it? Proroguing? What do they call that thing? Where they just, furloughing. Um, Furloughing, that's it, not proroguing. Uh, proroguing is something else. Is this, is it something to do with the Senate? I can't remember. Proroguing is to do with Parliament, isn't it? Yeah, fur- furloughing. Um, she, uh, yeah, so it's that, basically. Um, but my mum was just being dramatic. I was like, why have they fired him? Like, it doesn't seem weird. Like, it seems weird that they would do that, bearing in mind they could keep him on and just, you know, get 80% of, of his wages. And that's exactly what was happening. But my mum was just being very dramatic. So, uh, yeah, dad is still in gainful employment. It's, it's because he keeps get, he keeps um, turning up for work at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be perfect for him. Pete, you know, Absolutely earlier on, perfect. before you got into your biggest passion, which is dad's app, um, dad's you, app. you mentioned sitcoms. And um, right. do, you know, do you know what something's quite interesting? And, and regular listeners will know your um, sustained and unrelenting hatred for the sitcom Only Fools and Horses. Um, yeah. But it's, isn't it interesting how certain? This, 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 if you if you were to go onto Wikipedia or just onto the internet and look for you know British sitcoms of the last fifty years, right? There mm. are fucking hundreds of them. Right, so I mean, one thing that Britain does really well is just making loads of sitcoms, but particularly in that golden age of between like I don't know the seventies, eighties, and nineties. What yeah. is it that makes? Because if you a lot of them don't date very well, so if you look back, what is it that makes like a, in quotes a classic sitcom? Because you know, Hello Hello, for example, it's never talked about as a classic sitcom, yet like right. Dad's Army, Only Fools and Horses, like Good Night Sweetheart, not seen as a classic sitcom. Um, mm. What what is it that makes them good? Because and don't tell me it's the writing because I know I've I've watched a lot of them. <laughs> I think it's um, just being on at a certain time. It's just mass, mass, absolutely mass producing them. Like yeah. Mrs. Brown's Boys would probably be will be seen by like you know the the, the semi intelligent person to sort of say this is a piece of shit. But in the future, this will be that will be seen as a classic sitcom because it is just in- unbelievably popular. Goodnight Sweetheart was never as popular as uh, Only Fools and Horses, but Only Fools and Horses was just one of those things that captured the the uh, the, the, the mood uh, of a of a nation, I guess. But also, 
every fucker watched it. It was on Saturday night at the exactly the same time, and it was just it just thrown down everyone's throats. And it ran and ran and ran and ran and ran, and it had breakout stars like David. Jason. Well, you'd I guess he was in Open All Hours, wasn't he? Yeah, David Jason. Yeah. But like this was David Jason's big thing, and it it was good i guess to a certain extent but it was just it was just rammed down everyone's throats isn't it it's like Markham and wise every christmas they're classics because everybody had to watch them all the time and if you didn't like it the first time you'd you had to like it the second time oh pete do you remember when um del boy fell through that bar i, I did remember that yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were they, you sent me a video clip of uh um, from an Orny Fuzz and Horses Twitter page that basically said, I convention. can't believe... Convention. It's a convention. Conve- was it, there was a con- yeah, there was a convention, but it was, it was from the Twitter page. And the Twitter page basically said, I can't believe this is only um, like 15 days ago that yeah. Del Boy was at some convention. Um, David J- Sir David Jason, they, they were at pains to announce. Uh, yeah. Sir David Jason uh, was on, on, on the... On the um, on the stage talking to all of these Only Fools and Horses fans like you could get in the um, Trotters Independent Trading Company uh, van and get pictures taken and stuff like that. And it, said it was only 15 days ago. I was like, we were pretty much in lockdown 15 days ago, guys. Come on. And a lot of you will not be uh, spring chickens, let's say. Yeah, exactly. Pete, Pete um, tell, tell everyone listening how, off, how many Only Fools and Horses updates, news, photos, imagery, videos have I sent you probably over the last year? It, it, it it's quite a few. It's, uh, it's 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 a significant amount of service space. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Pete, I've also got a real beer in my bonnet about Mrs. Brown's boys. You want to hear why? Uh, because why? it big. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because it is unquestionably the most popular show on TV on terrestrial TV. Right. Must be. I mean, the numbers it does is absolutely staggering, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. yet, you never find anyone who who will admit to what to like in it. It's almost like a Tory voter. No one admits <laughs> it. I reckon loads of people watch it and just don't say anything. No, my my mum uh, loves it and will you know happily go into bat for it. So people do. We're just in a bit of a bubble and we think we're better than everyone else, and, and we are in this case. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's have a quick break, Pete, and after that we'll do some emails. We've got, as you'd probably expect, because no one's got anything else to do. We've got some absolute crackers, bangers. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd be uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. All right, then we are back. In the Luke and Pete show. How the devil are you? Pete Donaldson with you, uh, with Mr. Luke Moore. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with the show, it's really, really simple. Uh, just head on over to your email uh, account and type in um, <laughs> hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. It's as simple and as unalloyed as that. Yeah, you shouldn't have to tell people to open up their email, though, first. I mean, they shouldn't know well, that by now. Well, you know. You know. If, if not, right, though, you know. welcome to all the new listeners who aren't very technically savvy, but they've they've somehow <laughs> managed to download a podcast but don't know yeah. how to email. Could happen. <laughs> um, I'll start with this yeah. one from um, Will because it's quite an earnest start and it's quite sweet, and he's really tried his yeah. best to give us give us um, some tips here. He says, hi, guys, I've gotten in touch with you from Beijing before, and I have some advice about quarantine and virtual virtual dating. I've just finished my two weeks of mandatory self-isolation, and the last 18 months of my five-year relationship has been long distance, brackets Beijing to Zhuangzhou. Maybe this advice can help those that need it. Uh, quarantine. If you're a gamer, stock up on video games. Luke's shout of No Man's Sky is a great time killer, not with the bloody bug about copper it isn't uh, but during my quarantine i plumped for dragon quest 11 blue reflection and dragon ball z kakarot rpgs burn time and generally end up being dozens of hours of top quality storytelling by the way pete i started the witcher last night oh did you enjoy it very good did you enjoy the yeah, very, very the good. yeah exactly it's very good very very good um will also says get on a routine mine was podcast breakfast game lunch book game dinner shower game sleep that sounds lovely. That's the sort of thing they'd print on the side of a cup and give to a gamer. Eat, game, repeat, sleep. It sounds like oh. um, the schedule that Alan Partridge puts together on Bank Holiday Monday. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, sounds boring, but it kind of worked. And as for virtual dating, this is the good stuff. Watch a movie together while FaceTiming. Basically the same as being in the cinema, but you can bitch at the terrible quality of the movies if needs be. Mimi and I, my wife and I used to do that when she lived in the US and I lived in the UK. We used to watch... Um, Does that work? ...series together. We used to watch Better Call Saul together, Game of Thrones together. Yeah, it kind of works, yeah. Ah, cool. It, um, it, I... it, it, it flies in the face of your um, 
your shout about different um, episodes of TV shows being recorded that uh, displayed at different speeds as well. Um, well, no, it's football, isn't it? What, what do you mean? As in, like, um, well, you said like that they speed up TV and... shows to get more people to watch more of them. No, I didn't say that. I just said when, um, for some reason, The Office on, on Netflix is sometimes um, sometimes a little faster. That's that was your prognosis, which I literally disagreed with. So, All right. basically, in your mind, everything I say that you disagree with, you just think I've dis- I've agreed with you at some point. <laughs> That's everyone, not just you. That just makes it better. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'm fairly certain everybody roundly agree with what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone agreed that I was the funniest and the best. Um, but Will, Will finishes by saying, also, share food videos and challenge each other to a cook-off. She's a much better cook than me, but I was still getting a half-decent self-cooked meal. Sorry for the long message. Thought it might be helpful. Stay safe, lads. Will. Lovely old job. Thank you very much, uh, Will. For we that, should do know. a cook-off, um, Pete, shouldn't we? Well, not with the things I've got in my cupboard. I've got nothing. I've got, I, I mean, can cook some dinner and box. you can have a Campari. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a little Campari uh, on Saturday. Ooh, naughty. Ooh, not cheeky little Campari. Lovely old job. Hashtag was, don't um... mind if I do. No, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was by very, the way, it was very Pete, lovely. I've, I've just realised in the first half of this show, you were going to say something about a museum and we completely went off track. Well, that's all right. We'll do it next week. That's, uh, all right, sorry, yeah. We'll do it on uh, Thursday. Thursday. All right, great. Lovely old job. I've got it. Um, just while you were talking there, I managed to uh, uh, install a new account onto my mobile phone, which was the Hello and Luke, at Luke and Pete Show uh, thing. Uh, because, well, because it, my um, browser was not allowing me to read it. Hello too. We've got Scott. Scott Rosie, thank you very much. I mean, I've said Scott Rosie. I'm hoping Scott is not going to uh, suddenly in the middle of this email say, so please don't read out my name. Yeah. Uh, hi, Luke. I thought I'd look. Uh, I thought I'd have a look uh, for a Florida man story on my birthday. As it's during the dead time between Christmas and New Year, the 30th of December, I was hoping for something big, and I was not disappointed. Yeah, I mean, uh, crazy people do go more crazy, I would say, uh, In and I'm speaking very yeah. uh, loosely there, uh, between Christmas and New Year, because there's just nothing on. Um, to summarise, man shouts about vampires, breaks windows in his own home, tears insulation from his ceiling, and puts it on his stove, then runs it in the neighbourhood, Armed with a knife, seventy-five uh, percent uh, of his home was burned down, and he was only stopped when detained by the police, who were called in by his wife. They've always got wives. They've <laughs> always got wives. Yeah. That's the worst thing. They've always got wives. What percentage of the Florida man stories do you think can be attributed to meth? Uh yeah, fair whack. It do, apparently meth. Uh, it does help you get a lot done, like cleaning yeah. up and stuff. A lot of meth that, heads. Yeah. They uh, have very clean houses, which I can certainly do with. But very dirty mouths. <laughs> dirty mouths. Do you eat meth or smoke it? You smoke it, don't you? Yeah, but it dries your mouth out, so you get meth mouth. And, and apparently oh. like the, one of the cruel ironies of it is that um, obviously your mouth being const- constantly dry is not a good thing anyway. But what um, because that's so uncomfortable, what um, a lot of addicts will do, sadly, is they'll, um, they'll eat sweets to generate the, the saliva, oh, which then right, the, the okay. sugar just destroys their teeth, basically. But, I mean, uh, one of the things, we maybe we'll talk about this a bit more on Thursday, but I've got a theory or two, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, I've got a theory or two around uh, Tiger King, that Netflix series, and how much mm. of that can be explained by meth. Spoiler alert for Thursday, it's all of it. Um, right, uh, what about this from Jamie, who says, Hi, guys, I'm Jamie from Cambridge. Uh, on the subject of the beer bath, I went to Japan last year to visit my family and went to something similar. Near Hakone on the main island of Honshu, there is a place called Kawakien Unison, uh, 
in it, there are loads of swimming areas, but as well as this, there are there's a sake hot spring, a wine hot spring, um, which has real diluted sake and wine in it, a green tea, a green tea hot spring, and a coffee pool. Just thought you would like this. Cheers, Jamie. Coffee pool sounds like uh, the same effects that meth would give you. I think (laughs) sounds like it'd be a very poopy place. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you'd never even know, would you? Shitting in it. Everybody yeah. was shitting in the coffee pool. Yeah. Oh, man. But bathing in anything uh, it just feels wrong. You know, like when people used to do uh, bath of beans in, uh, for comic relief? Yeah. It just seems like a real waste of beans. Waste of beans. I love beans as well. Time. It's just, yeah. Have you seen them um, that um, Heinz have brought out some peri-peri beans? This is like spicy. The problem with like anything... Any mass market product like Heinz baked beans, whenever they say, oh, it's a little bit spicy, yeah, uh, it's never spicy enough because they can't upset people or burn people's mouths. Yeah, I agree. See also the spicy chicken nuggets that McDonald's put out. Are they uh, not very good? It's just no- nothing going on there, mate. Nothing going on. It's like turning up to a house party when it's finished. <laughs> There's no frisson. Yeah. There's no frisson. The music's still on. There's some chill out tunes on, but uh, yeah. The, if the, I sort of walk past the uh, McDonald's, obviously all the McDonald's are closed. Um, I walk past the McDonald's and, and sort of realise that, uh, like, the, every um, business in Soho and um, Piccadilly is all boarded up because the ins- if you you know if I think it's something to do with the insurance. If you if you're away for so many days, you you have to put um, wood up and, and 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 get like metal shutters and stuff. Um, right. But all the McDonald's don't necessarily have that because I, I mean I imagine they don't keep much money on, on the premises. But uh, there are a lot of police sort of doing rounds around Piccadilly because like the graffito artists are out doing their thing, and um, apparently there's a little bit there's a few public order offences because you know this could turn into you remember when the kids ran free. Uh, during the <laughs> London riots a few years ago, as it's as it's commonly known, a lot of people will call it the London riots, but you call it the <laughs> night the kids ran free. It was. It was like the kids just had a bloody good laugh. Yeah, and, and you know, and those kids will now be in their twenties, and they'll be like, "There's literally nothing stopping me to do that again." That was the best night in my life. And they're, well, they're, they're probably the still in prison because a lot of the punishments were far too severe. <laughs> it's um, as simple yeah, as that. And, and uh, I walked past the McDonald's and I was like, I bet I bet all the um, chicken nuggets that they um, fry, I bet it just bags them in the freezers. Oh, big time. So they just break it in this McDonald's, just grab a big, massive collection of uh, chicken nuggets. And then, you know, what do you do? You stick, them in, stick them in a fryer. I can do I'd that. I'd love to see you, Pete, running down a street in Soho with a massive freezer bag full of chicken nuggets on your shoulder, just mm. screaming at anyone, the spoils of war, the spoils of war. Like train spotting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you? How how often do you re- how often do you reckon you'd eat them before you got bored? Uh, I they're quite drying. I think I think I get meth mouth <laughs> immediately. I've got no condiments. Uh, I think I've got some of shiracha sauce or something. And yeah, you'd need maybe condiments. Maybe a couple of packets of old uh, mayonnaise. Um, so I'd get through those. I'd probably have two sittings and then I'd be sick of them. And I'd my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law accepted a challenge to eat as many chicken nuggets as he could. I can't remember how many he ate, but it was over 50, and he said he couldn't get the smell off him for weeks. (laughs) They're not even that salty, you would say. They're just, they're quite unlovable, but, you know, they go well with tomato sauce, as long as you've got enough dip. 
Yeah, hundred um, percent. Uh, just, I'm going to do a couple of tweets actually, just to round off mm. the show because we 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 sometimes neglect the Twitter. We've got loads of emails. Right. We can do some more of those on on Thursday. But uh, Justin's mm. tweeted, "I'm sorry, but I listened to Luke and Pete show, and there's a movie about a dog playing soccer in Europe, and it's called Soccer Dog Two European Cup, and not European Pup. Why even make the movie <laughs> if you're not going to title it correctly?" But yeah, but too many of those, you just kind of lose your thread, really, don't you? You've got to know they've got to know that a cup is involved somewhere. Yeah, and you've got. I mean, I guess so. If you set your stall out with a pun, and you're going to have to make three or four of these movies, you're going to be you're going to be a slave to the pun, aren't you? If I'm if I'm watching that film, I want to know that there is a competition to you know t- t- at the end of it. <laughs> the, yeah, the true. European Cup, not just just it's just that just sounds like the European. It just sounds like soccer dog has gone to Europe rather than he's gone yeah. to Europe to play in an international dog-based football competition. Yeah, European pup just could mean that he's got an inter-rallying ticket and he's just, you know, popping in different places. <laughs> well, um, but the, the thing is, when, when we have inevitably watched Soccer Dog 2 on Peaks Film Club on Football Ramble Daily, um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've deliberately not read the synopsis or tried to spoil it myself, but I'm just astonished as to how they can get to a stage where there's a sequel to a film called Soccer Dog. Yeah. Well, it's it's just amazing. Disney, it? they, they just love it. Yeah, they I do. Disney, um, anyway. Glenn, uh, Glenn Entwistle tweeted saying, uh, just changed the batteries in my TV remote for the first time. Are Gritty a new player? I think we've seen Gritty batteries before, haven't we? Have we seen Gritty batteries before? I think so. I'm sort of I've I collect uh, these Japanese uh, disgusting um uh musical instruments the automatons I think you've seen yeah. one of my uh, copies Yeah of you talk about um, them fairly fairly regularly Yeah or automatons rather and I've mm. just noticed that in every pack there is uh, a set of 3 AAA batteries I'm just wondering what uh, model they are let's have a look Have a look mate let us know while you're doing that, Stephen Nolan, not the BBC presenter, I don't think, has just tweeted yeah. saying, um, hi guys, had a couple of back garden beers, a girlfriend cutting my hair beer, and now on to the much celebrated shower beer. Undecided which one is best. More research needed. The problem is Stephen's attached a photo of an actual pint of lager in the shower. You don't want to be um, having such an open vessel. For a shower beer, you want to be ideally. You need to be drinking that out of a can or a bottle. Do that next time and report or a child's back. teat. Where's that come from? I thought you a were. I thought teat. you'd gone into the other room. <laughs> <laughs> child's teat. Uh, they were just Mitsubishi's and Panasonics. No, that's okay. Mitsubishi's yeah. all right. I mean, yes, that's all right. Yeah, big boys. Um, big boys. On that note, let's um, let's get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday, as always. Uh, that was Luke and Pete Show for Monday. Uh, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com to get in touch. We are at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter. We think this show is the definitive isolation, lockdown, quarantine podcast. If you agree, because essentially we've been isolating ourselves into a room um, for years now with nothing particular to do. So I think we're ahead of our time. If you agree, um, tell all your friends and let's spread the word of the Luke and Pete show. Peter, we'll be back on Thursday, won't we? Say goodbye. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me as well. This was a Stakhanov production. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you 
about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Peter community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in wizard duels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of wizard duel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. <laughs>